We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Backliners Podcast. Agro and Barracuda, as per usual. And oh. I forgot to mute my stream. This is not my first time doing this show, but it might feel that way. Uh, you know what else uh, I'm not doing for the first time? It's telling you about Factor Meals. Yeah, I'm coming at you right out the gates with Factor Meals. Can I tell you, it says please personalize, so I assume that what they mean by that is go on a long rant <laughs> um, that is loosely tied to it. Factor would have done me a lot of good today. Um, uh-huh. You know, I had a good day of work. As, a, as it would every day. As it would every day, you know. it. I had a good day of work. Um, I. It was a beautiful day outside. My wife and I took a walk with our dog. I came back. I took a shower. And then I realized it was like podcast time already. Um, uh-huh. And so what am I supposed to do? I, uh, I, my dinner got out of the oven at 7.53. Um, mm-hmm. I barely got a chance to eat it. You know when it would have gotten out? Um, if I had factor meals, John? Uh, two minutes after you put it in. Two minutes after I put it in. And you might be thinking, well, it would be bad for you. Would that be correct, John? No, it wouldn't. No, That'd that would really actually stupid. be a stupid Sorry. thing to think. No, no, yeah. you're right. It would be it, absolutely idiotic. Well, it well, it might have been good for me, and it might have been fast, mm-hmm. but surely it would have mm-hmm. tasted bad, right, John? No, of course not. Oh, my God, of course it wouldn't. Stupid suggestion, buddy. Of course it wouldn't. They have delicious flavor-packed meals to help me live life to the fullest. I could have mm-hmm. chosen from keto, vegan, and, and veggie, and the quickest, calorie smart, protein plus options on the menu each week, and they're all prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all of the ingredients you and I need to feel satisfied all day long. That's the real good stuff. Um, here's the other thing. I'm really picky. 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options. 34. See, I'm not. You're I'm not picky. picky. As long as it's vegan. Which it is, yeah. in and of itself is <laughs> I kind guess of that a, is a little picky. That's kind of, it does kind of eliminate a lot of potential options from you, right? But even with that restriction, mm-hmm. you're good to go when it comes exactly. to when it comes to Factor Meals. So head on over to factormeals.com slash backliners fifty. And use code BACKLINERS50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code BACKLINERS50 at factormeals.com slash BACKLINERS50 to get 50% off your first box. Big shout-outs to Factor for sponsoring this episode. Um, that is a true story. I might literally be, like, eating dinner while uh, we're in the middle of this podcast because I'm quite hungry. Um, 
and it didn't take two minutes because uh, I'm a big dumb. You know, that's all I was doing. Yeah, me and Destiny made pasta at like six o'clock, and I ate two enormous bowls of it, so I'm feeling like a Snorlax right now, and I am just packed to the brim. Okay. Like I'm, I don't think my pasta has really digested yet. It is just, it's literally a pasta ball in my stomach right now. Well, if it was delicious pasta, then it was worth it. You know, it was so delicious. Oh yep. my goodness. That's that's what it's about right there. Um, yeah, this week uh, I saw a lot of discussion about the ten point two bonus um, patch, uh, and yeah, I thought it was going to be more, and then it wasn't. Yeah, well, there's always a lot of um, complaining. That's not what I was going to say. Uh, oh. <laughs> for the record, um, well, I just think that expectations around bonus patches, like continuously uh-huh. uh the community like doesn't seem to know exactly where to land on what you know what they want us to do with bonus and what we plan to be doing with bonus at least what we have done up until this point um mm-hmm. bonus patches are definitely intended to be smaller um than normal patches you know these mm-hmm. are the uh they're bonus Right, they're bonus. It's the don't get mad at this really OP thing. It's getting nerfed before everything else uh, type of patch. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get to the to the good stuff when we get to the good stuff. You know what I mean? Um, the meat and potatoes, yeah. Exactly. This is the appetizer, you know? Exactly. It's a really good appetizer, we hope. Uh, it's it's uh, frequently ordered. Um, Wait, that would it be the appetizer or the dessert? Um, it would be, well, that's a good point, because it isn't, like, it's labeled the 10.2 bonus patch. That's what not, I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like the dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Is it a, is it a, I really was feeling good about this appetizer, but <laughs> oh, maybe sorry. it's, it's kind of both, right? Like, it's kind yeah. of like a, it's kind of like a you dessert. You both. But it also yeah. sets you up a little bit for the main course mm-hmm. of the next patch, you know? Um. So it's in- interesting. Interesting to think about, uh, for sure. Deserpetizer. Deserpetizer. Appersert. Uh, was that good? I like mine more. What? Appersert is like is good. It sounds like a type of, like, skin condition. Um, <laughs> but... something you put on your skin condition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be our next podcast sponsor, is Appersert. Um, yeah. Get your tube of Appersert at any Walgreens um, and... <laughs> It'll... Oh, I do love me some Walgreens, sorry. Really, is Walgreens your preferred pharmacy? Yeah, because they have sales on literally everything. Yeah, but isn't it so expensive to start with? Isn't it kind of like Kohl's where it's like, yeah, everything's on oh. sale, but like, come on. Yeah, but you have to like group up the sales and the coupons, and then you just get like free items. You can get like free razors True. and stuff. Kohl's, Kohl's does go hard with that. My mom, if, mm-hmm. um, if Kohl's cash were like... Oh, my mom's the same way, dude. She she is a she is a freaking one percenter of Cole's cash. Uh, there's no doubt. Yeah, same with mine. Yeah, and every time you get that little it. you get that little thing in the mail, it's like thirty percent off. Plus, you get to use fifteen percent more Cole's cash, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. My mom's all over that. All over it every single time. Um, but yeah, the, just with a lot of discussion about the ten point two bonus notes oh. um figured this was a good time the desertizer um of uh both 10.2 and 10.3 of course 10.3 is the start of a new season um with our new 
multiple seasons <laughs> within a year setup. Um, mm-hmm. Season one of year 10 already like done. Isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah. I mean, no. It's, it's been quite some time. Really? Yeah, it kind of feels that way. Oh, all right. Fair enough. It feels like, to me like it, it just happened. When's it coming out? Um, 10.3 will be coming out in, a f- what, a few weeks? I think our normal schedule would be like three weeks from now. Oh, so like the first week of April, I guess. Um, let's see, today's the 7th, so it would be like, yeah, it would be, well no, wouldn't it be like the 28th? I don't know. We, I don't know. Math look at this Mike game Twitter. It'll tell you when the patch notes are, all that kind of good stuff. But it it's gonna be it's gonna be here pretty soon. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm very excited. It's gonna be Barry. Let me tell you, um, okay. it's gonna be a big it's gonna be a big show after uh, the 10.3 patch notes. We're gonna have a lot to talk about. There's a yeah, lot. I'm kind of hoping it is. I want I want a lot more spice right now. There is some spice. There's some spice. There's going to be some things that you go, huh? And there's going to be some things that you go, oh. And there's going to be some things that you go, oh. And then there's going to be some things that you're going, oh! You know, like they're going to, that's like. Is that a good thing? Yeah, the last one was good. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. For sure. For sure. For sure. So Jingwei buffs. So in 10.2 bonus, um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, just overall, like, I don't know if we have to go necessarily item by item, but I guess we could. It's like not a super long, um, thing. Yeah. There's like three changes. What do you mean? There's like literally, bro, there's literally like 10. Wow. <laughs> what? One, two. It's bonus. We just went over this, Barra. You're bait. You're D- riling me up three we were like four, let's go over five, one at a time but there's like four changes. six seven eight <laughs> nine i'm not even gonna count this tier two buff 10 11 what? 12 12 oh a goodness. dozen that's a big bonus that's a big deserve it is a big bonus that's why i was <laughs> heroism uh no longer stacks with other shields uh, or itself, um, making it more consistent. Increase the cooldown, but then in 10.3, it is going to be gaining its GP5, like other uh, upgraded support starters. I feel like Heroism, um, I was surprised to see th- how much of the community had caught on, like in the Reddit thread for this, um, that Heroism was as good as it is. I feel like Heroism yep. is crazy. Um and That's I was a little worried that people would be like, what? Heroism is even good. Why are you nerfing it? Uh, I think that with getting its GP5, which it definitely deserves to have, um, and increasing this cooldown, it's going to be much uh, much easier to play around. Yeah, it's kind of just a Geb show at every seven seconds, which is kind of cracked in a late game team fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very good, for sure. Very good. Um, Telkines, uh, this one decreasing the attack speed a little bit and uh, losing a little bit of the per level bonus there on the uh, passive. And this is kind of paired with Cyclopean Ring Nerf, losing 10 power and losing 1% max health damage on the passive. Um, This is obviously the pass at mage ADCs, which have been pretty dominant, um, both in community perception and in perform. well... Priority. I don't know about performance necessarily at the land. Um, thoughts on both of these two ring nerfs? Uh, 
I don't think Cyclopean needed a nurse. I don't know if Cyclopean was really being bought by many magical ADCs. I'm not sure the stats behind the scenes on it, but I don't remember really anyone complaining about Cyclopean. Our, our stats backed up the Cyclopean nerf. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, they thought it was, like, good? Or the stats backed up that it was good? Or a mm-hmm. good item? Ugh. Yep. If, Interesting. In a situation like this, huh. you can pretty safely bet that if something yeah. is, like, getting a nerf that was fringe good or, like, whatever, um, mm-hmm. that there that we have data that supports that this is the right Interesting. call to make. Yeah, because I don't remember a lot of, like, pros talking about building it or seeing it built off in a LAN. Um, but I guess it's dominant everywhere else. Uh, Telkines is a really strong item right now, especially early games. So, yeah, I don't mind nerfing uh, Telkines. I, mm-hmm. I, I was surprised at the Cyclopean nerf, though. but I mean, makes sense. Yeah, and again, it isn't, we, you know, there are, there is such a thing as being good on paper, but not good in practice. Yeah. That is not, that is not really how it works when it comes to, like, win, win rate is a very fickle thing to care about, um, because... There are infinite factors when it comes to MOBAs and who wins the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is valuable, but not the end-all, be-all. But when it comes to things like, um, you, you know, you you can't use it as the end-all, be-all, but there, if something is winning a lot, let's say hypothetically, um, mm-hmm. Hades uh, wins 65% of his games... Um, and that number is the same at diamond and above as it is at silver and above, uh, or, you know, whatever, or non-conquest, whatever it is, that there is, that, that God is good, right? Like Mm -hmm. that God is strong, whether or not he's good in competitive is very different, but like, I just, people say things all the time, like, oh, Arachne's win rate is boosted because uh, she is a pub stomper. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, yes, but all you are playing are pubs, you know? Like, for (laughs) 99.9% of the player base, Arachne is one of the objectively best picks you could pick to win your game. Is the SPL going to pick her? Probably not. She has some exploitable weaknesses that that can be targeted. And played around really well in an organized environment. You should probably pick her more if you want to win jungle games. Like, as an example, right? Mm-hmm. That is how... Uh, that That is, like, valuable to know as a player. Is that even though you might not be seeing it in SPL or in the Masters ranked games. Even though her win rate is just as good, if not better. Th- theoretically, again. Um, in those level games, like... Don't write off data because it doesn't fit your preconceived notions of what that data should be. Uh, is like a core thing that needs to um, that is hard to like shake. That's a hard um, thought train of thought to like consistently train yourself to do. I think. Hmm. I mean, it makes sense to me. I assume that's the main like reason for Yamoja being so weird for so long. Or in such like a weird limbo, I guess. Yeah, it's just it's it's just different when it comes to like SPL. 
um, mm-hmm. because the game, SPL players and SEC players, SEC players and SPL players play a vastly different game. We talk about that all the time on this podcast. I mean, even between like ranked and like scrims and SPL, like all three of those are different versions of Smite too. Yes, like competitive SPL regular season Smite does not reflect what the what Smite is to everyone else who plays the game. It is yep. just legitimately at its base different. Um, and so we really are trying to balance for two. If we're being kind, we're saying two different games. But, like, people who only play Arena um, and play One God all the time with Auto Builder <laughs> on, they're playing a third game, right? Like, yep. Assault Mains are playing a fourth game. There there are thousands of different ways that Smite can be to, pe- to people. And I'm not up here trying to be like, my job is really hard, uh... Because it's not even, like, hard. It's literally impossible. Like, to to find the balanced state of any big multiplayer game, literally, number one, like, is not possible and shouldn't be the goal, um, in my opinion. Like, for a while, (laughs) I remember, like, a few months into joining design, I was, like, I was thinking about something, like, all night, and then I was like, dude... I'm never gonna, we're never gonna be able to balance the game. The game will never actually be balanced. And even if it were, no one would know. No one would care. It would, they would have complaints about the things they want to complain about and desires about things that they want. And it like, and I was like, so instead of trying to chase that, we should just chase like the fun and all that kind of stuff. And so that's kind of like an eye opening moment. Um, but every once in a while, like... I think, like, my job is literally an unsolvable puzzle. That I just said, my job, my task is to take all the pieces and <laughs> rearrange them every once in a while. And then see what people think about that one again. Okay, cool. Just mix them up again. And see, and just, like, keep doing that over and over again. I mean, I feel like even at, like, the highest level of ranked, I feel like it's also... Like, if you put ten people in a ranked lobby, I feel like it's really hard to make sure all of them had to have a satisfying game of smite like from adc perspective from supports perspective from mid perspective i feel like it's really hard to have everyone be happy consistently even in like one area of smite because i feel like tanks will feel like they're dying too fast or adcs will feel like they're not doing enough damage and i feel like there's just all these cycles of people just not being satisfied with their roles and it kind of seems like whoever complains the most gets uh their not not whoever complains the most gets their i guess stuff listened to but yeah it kind of kind of gets like political sometimes i think oh it definitely does 100 percent um yeah we've talked about that a, a good amount here mm-hmm. um because I, I personally feel like ADCs are in a pretty good spot right now. But I think the vast majority of people think ADC is, like, terrible. Yes. But in a lot of my ranked games, Hunter feels pretty normal. Um, it just kind of feels like if the Solaner gets ahead, I'm useless. Which is normally how Smite is. It's kind of how it, like, that's your natural predator, you know? Yeah, like, if I can't kill the Solaner... Or, like, 
if our team comp doesn't have like good DPS and I can't burn down the solar because we're like a burst team comp or something like and I feel like the I don't know I feel like people think solo is like super OP right now which I think it's strong mm-hmm. but I don't think it's like super duper OP I think bluestone's pretty good right now but I feel like that's pretty general but also I feel like that's not like game breaking no I mean there's always going to be the strongest things um yeah, and then also, like, just based off of the map design, I feel like jungle is probably in a good spot because there's nothing to do but gank lanes. Like, once you clear the jungle, like, junglers can just go wherever they want, which just means you need wards. That's yep. about it. Yes, yeah, that is definitely the case. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, that kind of takes us right to the next change, which is the Assassin class nerf. Um, mm-hmm. They were getting 5 flat pen and then .25 flat pen per level. Um, they're now getting two flat pen and 0.4 flat pen per level. Um, so they're still scaling up to a good spot, but losing it, uh, super early, you know, three flat pen doesn't feel like a ton and it isn't an absolute ton, but it does add up pretty quickly when you're dropping a full kit, uh, not having, not having flat pen for one ability, you know, not having three flat pen for one ability, basically negligible. Not having three flat pen for three abilities and five auto attacks, pretty big difference um, mm-hmm. in uh, in damage. So I think that that in compa- in conjunction with the Jotun's Wrath nerf, losing five power um, on Jotuns, um, that is a good step in the right direction to slowing down jungle a little bit and making them a little mm-hmm. less good early. But I imagine that, as you said, they will still continue to be uh, pretty darn good at ganking early. Yeah, of course. Especially with people, like, not going Vision Shard as much. I have noticed people are warding more in Ranked, but, I mean, like, you can gank Soul Lane super easy level 2, just so the jungler does the trio camp into uh, solo gank, or you can just, like, go duo side off of that as well and do the classic 130 gank after your mid wave, you know? Mm-hmm. So, jungle has a lot of options right now. I think, uh, Hippie said it in chat where ADCs aren't used to junglers being able to play their side of the map a lot, mm-hmm. uh, which feels really weird. I agree with that sentiment as well. Um, you can, you can kind of get ganked to any point, uh, so a lot of laners aren't used to it. But it also takes away a little bit of the 1v1 boxing potential because you don't want to take the 1v1s as much anymore because it's like, what are the junglers here? What if I don't have good enough wards, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have map pressure, it feels like a pretty normal version of Smite, I guess. Yeah, I think I think or so as well. Yeah. I think so as well. Um, all right, Book of Thoth. Uh, this is one that a lot of people have been talking about obviously uh that alongside tablet which is up next Mm -hmm. um book loses 10 power and then uh it's bonus magical power from item conversion uh goes from seven percent to six percent on base and then on evolved it goes from ten percent to eight percent there's a pretty hefty book nerf yeah Um, yeah, it is you know this is equating to losing you know give or take if i remember correctly off the top of my head like 40 to about 40 power uh from the passive alone and then the Mm -hmm. the 10 power on the item so overall pretty hefty book nerf and then tablet goes from bonus damage being 0.14 percent of your max mana to 0.12 percent again might not seem like a lot but that's per stack so times 50 if you're fully stacked and um pretty pretty 
uh, noticeable. Yeah, large I think overall. I, do you think that traditional? Do you think that mages don't aren't locked into building these two items now? Do you think that we'll see some new options there in mid? Uh, I would assume so. Um, I know a lot of mage players were. The few times that I go on Twitter, uh, I did see mage players complaining about these nerfs a lot. Uh, so I assume they'll have to go a different route. I don't know if they'll go back to like warlocks or if they'll go back to like a flat pin item first, um, or if it just depends like god to god wise. But yeah, I think I don't know if these items are like gut gutted, like you'll never build them again. But yeah, I'm I'm not sure enough, honestly. Yeah. Whether it's I mean, it definitely adds variety and adds a spice of life to the mid lane. Um, but I'm not sure if those items are dead, as the mage players on Twitter are saying. Yeah, I find it a little hard to believe that, especially Book of Thoth is dead. Tablet, I mean, you were already only in competitive, you were only seeing mages who were pretty good with it. Mm-hmm. I imagine that... Yeah, the Merlins, the Tiamats. Yeah, they, they're still going to like this build, but... It does come at a like at a, at a cost, especially to gods like Merlin, who really like cooldown as well. Like you do gate your cooldown really hard um, mm-hmm. by going both of these items that have no CDR. So I do wonder if we'll start to see you know book, but no, but with Chronos Pendant or um, Deso, or can people go tablet and not book? You know, you probably need the mana mm-hmm. from book in order to make the passive work, but maybe you don't. You know, maybe you can be a little faster. Uh, on that end of it. Um, yep. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Gladiator Shield. This is the part of the patch for Warriors. Um, Glad Shield, losing some bonus damage scaling, 35% to 30%. Uh, and then Sundering Axe, getting its damage and healing from protection scaling cut in half from 2% to 1%. Saw a lot of solo laners on Twitter um, not being particularly happy about these nerfs. Uh you know, I underst- I definitely empathize with them and that I agree with what you were saying and that I think that it was a little overhyped how good they were. But mm-hmm. this is, um, that is the perception. And again, we're not doing it just for that. The, the, there are statistics that back up um, these these types of changes, but perception obviously a huge deal for us, as we've said many times. Um where do you think this leaves uh, Warriors after these two nerfs? Uh, hopefully still in a good spot. Uh, I know a lot of the uh, proccing... People just keep saying like it's a proccing meta. But some of the Summer Gax procs that I was watching were like crazy high. I think people were like doing like 500 to frontliners. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot. I was kind of hoping for like a cooldown nerf to it instead of a stat nerf to it i guess Mm. um just kind of doing like a heroism change to it and just knocking it up by like three or four seconds i think sure um and just like doing it that way so the item is still kind of relevant late game for poking situations Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm i hope it doesn't kill the warrior class because i think warriors are really healthy for smite and kind of change the way that you need a team fight as long as it doesn't bring in i guess carries to the soul lane would be my only concern if it starts to go that way yeah we saw scary Um, do it a little bit you know full damage in solo yeah and that was obviously when it was still good 
or mm. like this, and I feel good. So I, that's my only concern with it, is I think Warriors are a really healthy class to be in Smite. I think they're also a really fun class to watch. Uh, and I know the casual community probably hates Sundering Axe or playing against it, um, but I think it's pretty healthy at the top end. Fair enough. Um, all right, on to gods. Uh, Mercury has been absolutely crushing ranked. Um, that god's really good right now. Really, really good right now, which is interesting because we were a little worried that he might be worse because of how hard it is for him to ult in the jungle um, mm -hmm. in comparison to the old map, but the pace of the game and... Uh, just the way it's played has ended up being the exact opposite of that. Um, he's been absolutely crushing it, so pretty big nerf to him. I think that I haven't seen a whole lot of talk about this Mercury nerf. I'm a little surprised. I mean, losing a second on your primary clear is always a really big deal as a jungler, mm -hmm. uh, or any laner, really. Um, but the passive losing 10%, I think that the majority of players don't understand how much damage this passive contributes to that burst that you feel. Um, mm -hmm. Because when he ults, as long as he goes enough units, which is pretty easy to do with your ultimate, uh, you just get 30% extra scaling, and then if that crits you, it's like, holy crap, I'm one shot. Um, so I think uh, Mercury, very, very good. You can tell how good he was, I think, based on how strong the nerf is, but uh, do you yeah, think I that... that was high. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. I don't think I'm. I don't think I should say any more than that. But he, he, <laughs> yeah. he was pretty good. You know, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, do you think Merc's still going to be a good ranked god uh, if you're a jungler? Probably still a good ranked god. Uh, I, I think he's really hard to punish on this map. Uh, it's kind of a farmer style map sometimes, and I think objective damage is really good, as well as if the Merc can get the bomb and run around and just kind of split push a little bit especially if like there's a gold fight going on he can split and do towers with the bombs i think that's really good um yeah i i didn't think he was that i i thought he was good but i didn't know he was like op it was just kind of like a feeling i guess mm -hmm. um, from playing against him in ranked and playing with him but yeah uh the, the nerf surprised me but it's not like a big surprise i guess sure um starter up next, uh, decreased max stacks on the movement speed of his three Ember Walk from four to three, so that drops his max movement speed from thirty percent to twenty-five percent, and decreases slow by five percent as well, twenty percent to fifteen percent. Um, if you started playing against a little bit more Surter now that he's ranked available, um, and what has uh, what has I the Surter? <laughs> I was oh, like, no, what was? Disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. That water has been on my desk for like two days. Dude, oh, why does water get so, so gross, man? Isn't oh. it crazy that like... That was a mistake. <laughs> room temperature water in general, bad. You know? I'm a room temp uh -huh. water hater. Um, yep, same. Have we talked about this? How? Uh, Siri, I didn't ask you. Um, <laughs> did, have we talked about that? How it annoyed me when I went to Europe, which is like such an American thing to complain about, but like... All the drinks were room temperature, and I had to consistently uh, ask for ice. Uh, yeah. It needs I, to be cold. Like, my drinks yeah. need to be cold. I don't want mm -hmm. lukewarm water or Coke or, like, anything. I want it cold. Yeah. No, I completely agree. It might be, like, a giant first world problem, but I there's a big difference for me between room temp water. Unless... I'm extremely thirsty. Then I'll chug any 
temperature. Well, yeah, of course, of course. Of but course. if I'm, like, passively drinking, I want ice, or, like, below ice water, I guess. I don't want it too cold, because then, you know, I can't drink a lot of it, because mm-hmm. my little throat gets a little cold. Yep. Uh, but as long as it's cold water, I think that's fine. Yeah. Right now, my water has just reached the point where the ice has melted into it, but it's that's still perfect. but it's still cold, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's what it's about. That's what I want. Um, yep. OP, that's OP stuff right there. In fact, I'm going to take another little sip and enjoy Wait, it. Wait, what were we talking about? Uh, Surter. And if... Uh, Surter, yeah. Yeah, if, you're, if you've been playing against him more. Uh, I know a lot of Soul Enters think he's really good. Uh, I think he kind of gets gone on pretty easily in the jungle. Um, I know... I think people just aren't used to playing against him enough right now. And... Yeah, I, th- I think if you kind of just force the ult, you make him kind of a bad character for the next, like, 90 seconds or whatever. I do think he's pretty good with the proc item builds, but, yeah, I, I think he's, like, okay. He's okay, good. That's where I'll put him. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Alright, and then last but not least, Heimdall. This is actually a bug fix. Uh, yeah, I was confused about that. I saw that bro. in the game, and I was like, wait, did this get buffed? <laughs> Bro, I literally, I was the one who put yeah. in the buff the first time. <laughs> I remember. I literally, like, did the work to put it in, and then mm-hmm. I saw a report that it, like, was reverted, and I was like, no, I 100% did it. I remember I remember doing it. I tested it. QA tested it. It was in-game. Mm-hmm. What happened? Um, video uh-huh. games, you know? Video games. Yeah. They, they, this kind of stuff just happens from time to time. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's reverted um heimdall now good right smile mm-hmm. it's all it's all he yeah. needs yeah the 20 damage yeah yep that's that's it right there um yeah that's 10.2 bonus uh patch notes for 10.3 gonna be coming up soon um mm-hmm. and should be very fun i'm very i'm very excited to reveal that uh and see what everyone thinks because it's, it's gonna be pretty wild um in my opinion it- which is uh which is cool yeah, I like the idea of the seasons as well, because it kind of just, right when a meta starts forming, or people might feel like it's not getting, like, stale, but, like, they've already, like, adapted to the changes, you just throw a bunch of new changes at them. So I, I love the idea. There are no shortage of changes, uh, in my opinion. I mean, you know, I don't want to overpromise, because, like, some some people are going to hear me say that and think, oh my god, they're changing every... Si- they're, they're buffing or nerfing and changing fundamentally every single god on the roster. I Here's mean, you better be. We aren't. Uh, there are gods that are not seeing any changes uh, in the next patch. Oh my goodness. But there as are... Long as, a, as long as it's a Jingwei buff, that's fine. <sighs> right? right? So, uh... Before we move on to the random question of the week, uh, I did see some people in chat. We didn't talk about it at all last week. I do think it's worth uh, bringing up. Um, the, oh, the T. Yeah, the T. The dude man bro uh, situation and banning. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you aren't on Twitter and you're mentally healthy, um, those things go hand in hand. Uh, that's me. That's that's Barra. But you even you heard about this. I'm assuming. Um, I did, but I didn't. I don't know the juicy bits. I don't really care to know the juicy bits. That's I, probably that's a just, good call. That's just not me anymore. I just don't care. Like I, you've ascended, Barra. Yeah, I just don't care. What you you have ascended. Like, he, he's a bad person. He did some messed up things. That's fine. Yep. That's uh, 
Big agree. Again, if you if you missed it, Dude Man Bro, uh, the Gilded Gladiators, former ADC, has been indefinitely banned um, from competitive Smite. Uh, he did put out a pretty uninspiring, in my this is all in my opinion, um, uninspiring <laughs> uh, apology. Um, and then in ill-advised defense, uh, not too long after that... Um, I think uh, it is a good, you know, we, there's obviously a lot of, um, it's easy to focus on the bad uh, in a situation like this, but it the the one small iota of me that is still... Um, the what? It, iota. It's like a little piece. Little, little, oh, little, your dictionary is so much bigger than mine. You never heard iota? That's... No, I'm too stupid. Oh, unlucky. Um, maybe maybe, maybe I learned it on Twitter. Maybe, maybe that's everyone else in my life. They haven't introduced me. <laughs> yeah, you know, gonna be like Jesse. Why didn't you use iota in front of me? Huh? What's, what's <laughs> yeah. the problem? Um, the tiny part of me that is still an optimist thinks maybe some people out there, uh, some some gamers who uh, are impressionable, um, you know. <laughs> are going to realize that they should uh, think more carefully about the way that they uh, talk to others um, and carry themselves. I know that is a naive uh, hope of mine, um, but I do think, uh, you know, hopefully um, he understands now that the words that he says and the way that he holds himself uh matter um and impact other people and uh he gets better um as a person that's all we can hope yeah i mean that's that's my same take like if you if you did this stuff in the past please just apologize make it a real apology yeah okay yep okay yep you unleashed me here we go say you're sorry you know where was the I'm sorry line? Anywhere. In any of it. I don't think he said the words. He didn't type the word sorry. As long as I'm checking, actually. You know what? Just to, just for me to verify <laughs> that I'm right, I'm checking to make sure. So I, so I can so I can double check yeah. here. I'll, I'll here. keep going. Yeah, if you, do, if you do some messed up stuff in the past, please just apologize. Make it a real apology. Um, people like me won't really care anymore because we're off Twitter. Uh, but for everyone else who is on Twitter and online a lot, just make it a real apology. And the internet is not the free range that it used to be, where you can kind of say whatever you want. Nowadays, people are calling you out way more. So, moving forward, I mean, it's it's, it's accelerated a lot over the past few years, I think. But yeah, just just behave well. Just be kind to each other. Be kind to everyone. It's It's really not hard. It is not hard. You might have heard uh, some some Microsoft error noises because I brought up the apology thread uh, and I control F for sorry. Um, didn't find it. Didn't find it in there. Just say it. Well, you can you know, type one. people people always. This is this goes to, to for every uh, like everywhere. I feel like people are so hesitant to admit fault or take uh, not even taking responsibility, but just like. I just know so many, you know, I've met so many people in my life that just, like, can't be the one uh, to take the fall for something. Mm -hmm. Um, Your life 
gets so much easier if you just start saying, sorry, I'll be better about that. You know? Like, that is true. Just, just, it doesn't, you're allowed to mess up. You're allowed to make mistakes. You just have to say, okay, I'm sorry, I'll be better, and then try to do that. That is all it takes, man. All the time. Just say it. You know? Just say it. But it. I will say it goes both ways. Not always saying it in this situation particularly, yeah, but I think people need to get better at forgiving people for their past mistakes. Hundred percent. And not bringing up stuff con- constantly. Like, I think, like you should get disciplined, and you should feel bad about whatever mistake you've made. And as long as you're putting in a constant effort to being better, and not making those same mistakes again. I think that's where the direction we should be heading in. Hopefully it starts soon, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon because I think people love to bring up the past mistakes of others, especially like pro players. Love it. Even if they are making like a big effort to be better. Um, Not saying like, oh yeah, you can just say whatever you want and then apologize and everyone will forgive you and it'll be fine. Obviously they're... Gotta earn it back. Yeah, there are varying degrees to everything, but... I do think people need to do better at forgiving people for what they've done in the past. 100%. If, if you know, people are making a legitimate effort and it's pretty easy to tell when they are or when they aren't, mm-hmm. um, I think we definitely, uh, just as a as a society, saying the secret word, you know, the, the big word, um, aren't... Sorry? Society? That's like the big one, no. you know? Like no, we I live saying, in a oh, oh no 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 oh, not I thought the, the big word was sorry. Well no, it should it should be real easy. It's like <laughs> it's actually a short word too. It's not five letters. It's five letters, like and two of them are the same. Like it's only four unique letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um deserved ban, uh and hope he gets better. Um Yep, uh, that's basically at, on his own time. Uh I don't need to, you know see or hear about it um he'll do his thing and hopefully he's better doesn't you know yep we'll, we'll see what happens Stu getting the spot um obviously the most deserving um i think of any adc Stu absolutely mm-hmm. uh has proven beyond any doubt that he is spl level um yep and excited to see him get his uh get his spot back in the spl and hope he does well yeah, I completely agree. I'm I'm really happy to see back. Yep, retweet on that. Um, okay, with that, it's time for our random question of the week. We're grabbing these from our community Discord, which you can access by going to patreon.com slash backliners. Uh, great way to support the show, of course, is by interacting with our sponsors, which for this episode was Factor. Um, it was factor.com slash backliners50 in order to get 50% off your first box. The other way is by going to patreon.com slash backliners. Um, this question comes uh to me mostly because i don't think bear is gonna have an answer for this um from spataz who asks what my favorite destiny class is uh theirs is warlock their wife's is titan um i am uh i i'm been obsessed with destiny since destiny one took a little break uh at one point during destiny one and again during destiny two but i've been back at it um i've always been a hunter main In, in fact the next time i have some do whatever i want with money uh i think i'm gonna go get a, a hunter tattoo um i love it they're they're op have you ever played destiny barry you might like you might actually like it even though it's not no. it's not because it's not single player right it is multiplayer we talked about 
We talked about this before, and I downloaded it, then never touched it. So, well, now, now might yeah. be a good time. You know, new expansion. Um, it's... Yeah, Trey was so nervous about that. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, Bear has a friend who works uh, at Bungie. I can, I can absolutely sympathize with how it feels to launch a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I think they killed it. The internet is complaining about some things, which is like they're like half right, Shocking. half wrong. It's just how it is. Oh. But for me. I think uh, the Lightfall expansion has been overall extremely positive. Um, mm-hmm. Some small hiccups happens. No big deal. Um, okay, Hiru. Uh, it's been a while since they've asked a question. It has been a little bit. Um, well, they say, currently, my significant other and I have been, like, uh, been dating for about <laughs> almost six years now, despite us living together, uh, which here there's something called common law that practically makes us unofficially uh-huh. married. Recently... I've been trying to think of good ways to figure out how to propose whenever I save up for a ring and whatnot. As for the question, that's awesome here. Uh, If you are married, how did you propose to your significant other? Or if you were proposed to, were there any telltale signs that it was coming? Uh, And if you aren't married but are dating, what is your ideal moment and scene of said proposal? Um, I can uh, can lead us off here, Barry, as I am uh, married. Um, my wife uh, and I had been dating for a very long time um, before we got engaged. Uh, a very a, a long time that she would really she would maybe give like five or six longs, um, you know, like mm-hmm. long, 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 long time. Uh, but we were together for like ten years before we got engaged, um, and. Every year since we had started dating, we got a picture by the there in downtown Pittsburgh. There's a big uh, like courtyard um, next to the PPG Plaza or in PPG Plaza, and they set up a big skating rink and a big Christmas tree, and we would get our picture there by the tree um, every year since we started dating around Christmas. And uh, and I was like, oh, just so it's just so it's so easy money. Um, to just, you know, get the ring, um, hide it in my pocket, crap my pants because I'm so nervous, uh, and then, um, you know, get a couple pictures and then uh, propose and get a bunch of pictures because we already have people there taking pictures. Um, and it was great. It was uh, nice. it was very fun. She said she was very surprised. Um, and 10 out of 10 would do it again. Uh, it was great. That's That's our story. Well, that's adorable. Uh, well, me and Destiny have been together forever, but we don't really view marriage as the end goal, I guess, mm-hmm. or that life-changing or that different from kind of what we're already doing. Sure. Um, so I kind of view Destiny as, like, I guess, like a life partner. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's that's my outlook on marriage and yeah. Yeah, I feel that for sure. Um Timmy Two Shots wants to know the weirdest thing you've ever eaten. Timmy's had bear chili and it was pretty good. Uh probably some jerky from before I went vegan. I ate like deer and alligator and I think maybe like kangaroo or something like that. Whoa. It was in a shop in like uh, Gatlinburg, I think. And they just had like all crazy different kinds of jerky. Mm-hmm. So I ate 
that stuff, and then I ate bugs at high res. So ah yes, I I think a big handful of crickets. Yeah, that I don't. So envy that's that. probably my weirdest. I think. Yeah, um, I've had alligator uh, for a while. My uncle's pizza place that I've talked about a lot. Um, that I worked at growing up. Uh, their thing is, you know, crazy, weird pizzas. Um, and for a little bit, he did have an alligator pizza on the menu. Um, but alligator meat is expensive to get, like, decent, and it wasn't very popular, so eventually, you know, it went off the menu. But did try some alligator. It was really tough. That's really all I remember about it. Is it kind of tasted just, like, really tough taste- chicken. Did it taste like seaweedy? Not seaweedy, but like fishy, I guess? Um, it was salty. It was like meaty. Yeah, it was very meaty, for sure. I did not love it. Um, this is not super weird. I know it was pretty common, but I did have rabbit for the first time um, a few weeks ago. Uh, not a huge fan. Um, it wasn't... It Yeah, something about it didn't, didn't vibe with me. Um, like rabbit stew? That's one thing I can think of is like rabbit stew. Yes. It was at a Spanish tapas restaurant. Um, oh. It's un- it's unbelievable. They, I, I don't know. I think they only have two locations. And I don't know how close you are to um, Buckhead. But they have one pretty close to Buckhead. Uh, mm-hmm. For any Atlanteans out there, it's called Eclipse de Luna. And it's unbelievable. Just 10 out of 10. Absolutely love it. Um, but yeah, they had like a, it's, it, it, it was like a, it was a braised rabbit. Um, and it was, uh, it was not for me. I was I wasn't huge. <laughs> Autumn in chat says following in our, in my dog's footsteps. Autumn, that is a great deep cut, uh, that I very much appreciate. That's a great joke. Um, though I also, for the first time and bear, I don't think this is that you're going to like what I'm, what I have to say here. Okay. I recently, for the first time, had what some would call a southern delicacy that I would call maybe the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth that I was meaning to eat. Uh, and that was no. boiled peanuts. I was angry at how much I hated it. Because I love peanuts. Peanuts are great. They're, they're awesome. I love roasted peanuts and, like, cocktail peanuts, peanuts right out of the shell, peanut butter. Hit me with the peanuts. I'm about it. Boiled peanuts, not the most appetizing sounding thing in the world, but sure, it's just like warm peanuts with some with some seasonings. Like, surely this should be fine. Literally made me mad. It tasted so bad. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Bro, it was terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Now, maybe, like, it was so bad that I think something had gone wrong. And oh, okay. I'm literally open. Like, I am open to giving it one more shot. Because it was comically bad. Like, Joe's family was in town and her sister wanted to try boiled peanuts because she, you know, they're from the north. She she had gotten some earlier in the day and brought them back to the house. Like, she might have just pranked me. Like, they were that bad. That she might have, like, grabbed some of my dog's work outside and put it in a cup and been like, yep, boiled peanuts. It was, like, it drove me in i was like how could it how could they mess up a peanut this much you know so i need you to give me the rundown on where to get a some good boiled peanuts or isaiah i saw you saying that you, uh, you love boiled peanuts 
Someone's got to get me some good boiled peanuts so I can say definitively if it is top three worst things I've ever eaten. Because it was. What I had was top three worst things I've ever eaten. Yeah, that is... There's no way that you would dislike a good boiled peanut. Uh, the best place to get boiled peanuts is on the side of the road in a gas station. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's giving me a lot of confidence right there. Yeah, well... The guy will most likely be missing half of his teeth, and he will Are make, those the peanuts? So, That's what it tasted like to me. <laughs> and you'll go up, and you'll get regular or Cajun. Uh, some don't have Cajun. Uh, Cajun boiled peanuts are really good. I don't know if it's, like, uh, normal. It's 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 pretty normalized, I think, uh, for those stands to have them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where the best boiled peanuts are. Uh, you can get them, I think, at like a racetrack, and those are pretty okay. Um, they're not as good as the ones you'll get at the random gas station, but yeah, I don't know if there's a lot. Probably over in like the Alpharetta area. Uh, I kind of need to go a little bit more southern, kind of a little bit more out there. Uh, you can make your own. Uh, but I don't know if you'll want to. I don't need, like, want to. A lot of, you need a lot of salt, a lot of water, some peanuts, um, and some seasonings. And we've never made them ourselves as... Actually, no. We made them one time really good. Uh, so you can make them yourself. You need like a giant pot and everything. If you... Um, we, we're going to do our disc golf hangout sooner rather than later. If you have mm-hmm. boiled peanuts for me, I will try them. Yeah, but they need to be fresh. Like, you need to okay. get them not... Okay, whatever your sister got should have been good. Like, but fresh, like, while they're still hot and you'll, like... They were hot. hurt your fingers opening them. Yeah, why are they still in the shell, bro? I was like... She okay. she was like, you can't no. eat the shell, apparently. And I was like, I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound no. like what I want. You buy in the shell where the peanut divides, or like the peanut shell divides, and you just pop it open. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that's what I did. And then I dropped I in two <laughs> turds <laughs> into my mouth. <laughs> the texture was so bad. <laughs> like, what? what? Wait, Never mind. It's fine. I'm, I'm going to try it again. They're supposed to be soft, by the way. It's they were. To be like, it's not supposed to be like overly soft. It's supposed to have a texture. If it's overly soft, it might be like just a bad peanut. Like, it might have been i don't know it was a i was like getting pranked i swear it was so bad it's supposed to taste salty and good it's not a healthy thing <laughs> at all right of um, course not no but yeah the the best place to get it is at a gas station i will Just, say i do feel you on random gas station side of the road thing like i do love finding okay. these like little restaurants that i love restaurants that i call I need, okay, I I was really hoping that my brain would give me, like, a catchy little, like, phrase for this. But so Mm. often I'll see a restaurant and I'll point it out to Joe. And I'll be like, we will either have an unbelievable meal there or have food poisoning for five days straight. And no in between, right? Yep. I love those sink or swim restaurants. Like, I'm down to try basically every single one of those. The four of us, you, me, Destiny, and Joe, tried a sink or swim Mm -hmm. restaurant. And it was bad, you know? And you take those. And you take those, right? That's just how it goes. Like, you flip the coin. It could have been good. It wasn't. Oh, well. It was atrocious. It was really bad. 
I gotta say, by the way, Isaiah, uh, for those of you who don't know Isaiah, well, maybe I don't want to be called about here because of his thing, because uh, of this message that I think is so funny, but he's he's uh, community manager for Smite, um, community lead, I believe, excuse me, uh, said, Bear is 100% right, it's gotta feel like a drug deal to get the best boiled peanuts. The, yep. Those are the best. Um, yep. So he's I gotta find my boiled peanuts dealer somewhere. I live in, like, the countryside. Like, surely there are some boiled peanuts dealers around me. Yeah, you won't be able to Google boiled peanuts near me no. most of the time, unfortunately. I've tried a lot. Uh, <laughs> I just... These these people around here will not post on Facebook or anything that their stand is going to be up. So right. there's just going to be random boiled peanuts. If you... If you want an okay boiled peanut experience, just go to Racetrack and get their boiled peanuts. Uh, the one near us has pretty decent boiled peanuts for, like, a gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't be, like, too disappointed. It'll give you, like... It'll give you, like... Um, I won't be pressed, a, is what you're saying. Yeah, it'll be, like, a B or a C. Hopefully, it'll be, like, decent. Uh, I assume it's up to the cook at Racetrack. But right. I feel like... The bowl of peanuts aren't hard. You just dump them in there. Isn't it crazy? I tweeted about this a long time ago, and this tweet deserved to go viral, and I'm still upset it didn't. Isn't it crazy (laughs) how... (laughs) Isn't it crazy how food, especially in places like... uh, My my example was Chipotle. But, like, every Chipotle bowl is just employee diff. You know? Yeah, no, that's... That's all it is. It is just employee diff. Like... In, a, mm-hmm. you know, boiled peanuts, like every, every McDonald's burger, it's just employee diff. And well, sometimes, it, you know, it's out of their hands. But overall, like, it just makes me feel like, man, it makes me really appreciate when I get a Chipotle bowl and it's like banging. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that makes me feel really good on the inside. I was, I was feeling really good about Chipotle's vegan options. And then I had it one time and I was like. Did they even cook this tofu? Like, yep. did Sucks. they do anything with this? Like, this is the worst. Tro- like, I didn't even finish it. I ate like half, and I was like, okay. Like, you hit a point in eating bad food where you're like, I'm not gaining anything more <laughs> by eating this. Like, I'm I, actually my, detracting my, from myself. Yeah, my body is rejecting this food because yes. it tastes so bad. Yeah, abs- have absolutely been there. Uh, luckily, I've never been there with Factor Meals. Go to backliners or factormeals.com slash backliners50 to get 50% off your first box. That's it for the episode of the Backliners this week. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, talking about some stuff and definitely some things. Until then, uh, we'll see you next time. Barra, you know what to do. Bye. Clean, clean, clean. Let's go.